Mom friend, you and I both know that while parenthood is the most rewarding role in all the world, it is also the toughest role. We get to enjoy great moments plenty of times where we just want to make time stand still while we soak in every ounce of the precious experience. But then... There are the days when intentional parenting means we have to be willing to get in there and do the hard work of difficult conversations or towing the line when we don't think we can hold strong much longer. It's doing whatever is best for our child, even if it is not comfortable, not popular with the world, or not popular with our child. We're the parent, and that sometimes requires getting in the trenches for the sake of our family. It's not necessarily pretty, but it's important. Today on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, this is an episode from an occasional ongoing series called Parenting in the Trenches. It's those weeks when on the podcast, we're just going to jump right into the messy parenting moments without bringing you the normal cleanup quality control. It's an episode without all the bells and whistles. It hasn't been all cleaned up. There's no music, no editing by my dear husband, Rich. You see, he gives so much time to this podcast and in my seeking God, for ways to lighten Rich's load, I felt like God was calling me to occasionally have an episode without all the extra tech support. So you could think of it as me saying, hey, intentional mom friend, since you and I are good friends now, I'm inviting you over, even though I'm not wearing any makeup and I didn't clean up the house first for you. You get me with no frills, just friendship, chatting for a bit from my heart to your heart about the messy parts of parenthood. It's parenting in the trenches. So let's get in there together, mama. Let's crawl on down into that muddy mess and muck of life and deal with this issue together. Just the two of us. This is Val Harrison, the Practically Speaking Mom. And this week, I'm right there beside you as we do some parenting in the trenches. In today's episode, we cover resources for talking to our kids about current events and freedom. We talk about spring break goals, Easter bonding plans, and some details about parenting college-age kids. One little disclaimer before we get started. I technically recorded this last spring break, but at the last minute felt God wanted me to share something else that week. So I saved this episode for this spring break. (laughs) I wanted to tell you that because I don't want you to get confused when I say that daylight savings time has already started. And when I mention the ages and stages of my kids that have currently changed. So I just wanted you to know. Now, at the end of today's episode, I mention a coupon. You can find that coupon in the show notes. I thought I'd make this one accessible to everyone, whether you are on my email list or not. So it is not in your email. It is in the show notes. Now let's get started with episode 174 of the Practically Speaking Mom podcast. Woohoo! Welcome to my house. Have a seat. We're going to talk, just chat about several different things, just as if you were at my house and we were having some girlfriend time. So we're going to talk about lots of different stuff. And I'm going to start with the fact that it's spring break and it's the time change. I think the reason why spring break exists is so that schools, colleges, don't have to put up with uh, all of the ramifications of a time change and trying to still get up. 
I know I have really been struggling with springing forward and losing an hour of sleep and my body adjusting to that. I don't know about all of you and what's going on at your house. I know when my kids were little, it was really hard to do these time changes, which I noticed in the news that the federal government is in the process of trying to get a bill to pass to eliminate the back and forth time change thing. And I got to say, there's half of me that's happy about that because I hate it. But the other half of me really doesn't like the fact that the federal government is trying to make that decision when I feel like it's a state decisions thing. I don't know where you stand on that. And it's certainly not what I'm really talking about today. But I'm throwing it in there because it's been on my mind a little bit teaching our kids about the separation of powers and being careful to expand their awareness of this privileged life that we live in a constitutional republic. And when I say we, I'm speaking to my mom friends in the United States of America, and I know that I actually have listeners from all around the world, and you guys might not be experiencing the same level of freedom that we have here. In fact, this is a very turmoil-filled time in our world. I, I think all of us moms are praying together for the situation in the Ukraine. And I I pray for the citizens of Russia who are also victims of the choices that are being made. So all of all of these different people whose lives are affected by their government leaders' decisions. And what are we teaching our kids about this stuff? How can we equip them to be um, informed citizens for the future of the governments in which we all live under. I just wanted to mention here at the beginning of today, what are some different resources that I've used? Tuttle Twins is a really popular one. And that one focuses a lot on the economic side of freedoms. I think there's benefit to it. And then Prager University, I really love the majority of the videos that they put out and they now have young kid videos as well as up to even adults. I personally feel like, yes, they get a little bit maybe dogmatic or in black and white on some things that might be a little less black and white than those issues really are. But at least it gives me an opportunity to have discussions with my kids about different aspects than we would when we just hear the media. So I definitely think Prager University is something that can be a great tool in the hands of an intentional parent who is really engaged and discussing and thinking things through and teaching our kids to do the same. It doesn't mean that I 100% agree with everything from them or their approach necessarily on everything. My senior has had a lot of exposure to PragerU's videos, and I feel like overall it's had a very positive impact in her perspective. So Tuttle Twins and PragerU are both ones that I would say I use, but I use with caution and care. The next one I want to mention, actually the next two, are awesome without limitation. And that is David Barton Ministries, which his podcast I have mentioned before, it's called Wall Builders, and it doesn't have anything to do with building a U.S. wall. I really don't like to get into politics on my podcast. Issues, I will talk about, but making it political, I'd rather not do. And I feel like David Barton does a really good job of that same thing. He is a historian 
very well-educated historian um, and theologian. He comes at things with such a vast amount of knowledge and wisdom and self-control. He keeps a very level head and he doesn't get into any propaganda or uh, manipulation of feelings. He just truly addresses things from a place of wisdom. So he is a wonderful resource. And then another great one is Hillsdale College. My daughter, my senior, is finishing up a constitution class from them. They have online free classes. So fabulous. I mean, take advantage of those. This week, I will put in my Intentional Mom Strong Family Facebook group a conversation starter on what resources do you like to use to teach your kids about our government and freedoms and citizen responsibilities? What resources are out there? Because one role of being an intentional parent is equipping them for their future, right? For adulthood. And part of adulthood is being a responsible, engaged citizen. Let's really help equip them for that time. One more aspect of that. My son that's home from college goes to College of the Ozarks. I just cannot say enough about this school. They have a patriotic education one and two class. And so one happens your freshman year, your first semester, and you are literally doing some things that they do in boot camp and getting the students aware and appreciating our military and also educating them better on the Constitution. And then patriotic education too, they actually take a trip to Washington, D.C. and learn some other aspects of the privilege of living in a free country. And again, I know that I'm speaking to people all over the world. So I just want to say, whatever your situation is, whatever government you live under, you can still be equipping and educating your children and giving them a framework of wisdom from which to propel them into adulthood. Okay, let's move on from there. What else is going on this week? So Speaking of college and my son being home, I thought that I'd share with you a couple of things that's how do we do that at our house? What does that look like to be home from college? When one of my sons comes home from college, I know he wants some home-cooked meals that don't taste anything like college food. So one dilemma that I had when he came home this time was that I'm doing some really strict eating personally right now. I'm doing two weeks really strict, one week less strict. I'm trying this out as my current effort to be as healthy as I can be, but managing that while having a family that wants me to feed them not just, you know, mashed cauliflower with spinach in it, but <laughs> but some things that they like also. So this is what I'm trying out right now is the two weeks really strict and the one week less strict. So I told him when he got home, just a heads up, there is food in the house for you to make what you want if you don't like what I'm making. But for the first part of the time that you're home, I'm going to be cooking really healthy and I'm not going to be offended if you want to eat something else. That's fine. But that's what I'm doing until Tuesday. And then from Tuesday through the rest of your spring break, I will make the things you love. And this is just something I'm doing for me to have discipline in my health. And of course, he was really understanding of that. Okay, another thing about having a a kid home from college I had the conversation with him of what it would be really valuable and important for you for this week home so that I can 
be aware of that and leave space for that or be partnered with you in making that happen. And then um, honoring his room. How do we do that when they go to college? Well, I do let them know that that room, the majority of the time now, will have other purposes. So I will leave some space in your room that is sacred to you. And that is where your personal stuff will be. Let's discuss, is there things that you don't want me to change or that's important to you? Here's some things that I would like to do to make this a good space for guests staying in here or whatever the purpose is going to be for that room while they're gone. So just that kind of conversation, it shows them, hey, I want to honor you. I want to respect you. And I likewise expect you to understand and honor the fact that we have to live life in this house while you're gone all of those months. Okay, another aspect of him being home is being sure that I schedule in some one-on-one time with him or time to be able to just have conversations that uh, we wouldn't have with the siblings or just some opportunity too for me to pour some blessing words into him. There's some aspects of blessing words that I don't want to use in front of all of the kids because then it's less special when they're hearing me really pour in affirmation to that child, which of course I affirm all of my kids in front of each other. And I think that's important for them to hear as well, because I want them to be doing that to one another, of course. But there also is this special element that happens when it just gets to be one-on-one time. And so I want to be sure and take that time with my kids when they're home as well. And then sibling time. I wanted to share some fun that we had over spring break has been going to an escape room. You want to find some ways to to have these exceptional times of bonding with your kids. Uh, We have three grown married kids that don't live in the same city as us, but we have a 23-year-old that lives on his own. And so he came to that escape room experience and then our college student and our senior and our 12-year-old and also my 23-year-old son's girlfriend came to the escape room as well. One more activity that we did over spring break that was very bonding for us as a family. I have a friend who is a recent widow and she has, her and her husband had adopted several children about five years ago. Then she lost her husband this past summer. And so my husband and son took their boys to a big cool park in town. And I don't mean an amusement park. I just mean a it's a nature park with a lot of activities at it. So they took them there. And then we took the girls just out, you know, on a little girl fun, taking some time in our special week off to invest in other people and to love on other people to bond with other people. It adds so much more meaning to life. I only tell you about this not to say, Ooh, look what we did. But I'm hoping that it will be an inspiration to you to also intentionally plan these different types of bonding opportunities for your kids that shows them that life can have so much deep meaning when we pour into other people. Let me take a couple of minutes to tell you what I am planning for Easter. This next week, I'm going to be traveling for two different speaking events and it will also include getting to see my grandkids. So I am taking my tote of Easter fun with me at the time. You know how maybe you keep Christmas containers, right? 
maybe you have an Easter tote as well. Well, I'm going to take it with me so we can do the resurrection eggs and just do some different fun things uh, with them, even though it's not going to be Easter weekend. The other thing that I'm doing Emma and I have put together these packets of different activities to do. They each have a Ziploc with their name on it, a really big Ziploc. And then inside that are smaller Ziplocs. And those Ziplocs, each one are numbered and contain a different activity that we're going to do together over Zoom. I guess I'm promoting like a wastefulness by talking about Ziplocs. And I really did try to do the reusable ones. I did, but they stain and they wear out too. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. I'm sure I need to find a better way than Ziplocs, but nevertheless, uh, we give them these bags and then we will set times with their mama that we will have Zoom times together where we're going to do one of those projects and we're going to read a Easter story together. And so we will have great fun, even though we don't live near each other. And I call these my distance bonding bags and I need to find a more clever name. So if you have a fun name idea for me, I would sure love it if you'd let me know. And now what's in the Ziplocs? Well, it's just different little hands-on arts and crafts things that I usually get at Hobby Lobby. They come in bags for maybe Sunday school class or something like that. I just take one of each of the things, Emma helps me with that, to make a Ziploc for each activity. So we will have multiple Zoom times. And usually too, I stick snacks in there as well. So they have a snack that they're eating and a craft that they're working on while they listen to me read a story to them. Um, For April, it's a story about Easter the point of resurrection. Oh, maybe I should make another Intentional Mom Strong Family post this week about what different resources do you guys use with your kids? So I think I'll make one of those as well. So I do hope you'll join us over on the Intentional Mom Strong Family Facebook group where we share lots of different intentional mom resources and ideas and solutions and mom hacks with each other on there. Uh, And you're also welcome to ask questions on there. So many wise, loving mamas who are willing to uh, chip in and share what's working at their house with that topic. So do feel free to ask questions in the Intentional Mom Strong Family Facebook group. Now on this podcast, it's our family's ministry, and we are honored to bring it to you each week. We do try to cover some of the expenses of the ministry by the resources we sell in our online shop. At the end of March is when your coupon expires to get a 10% discount on all of your order at practicallyspeakingmom.com. I gave you that coupon in your email. So if you're on my email list, if you're not, then you can join the email list. Go to practicallyspeakingmom.com, scroll to the bottom page, enter your email, then you'll get a weekly email from me. And every once in a great while, I even include a coupon to celebrate something. And right now I'm celebrating that I have on audio my book, Wearing All Your Hats Without Wearing Out. You guys have been asking for it for a long time. And finally, it is here. And I wanted to celebrate that. So I sent y'all a coupon. It expires at the end of March. Um, If you are listening to this, go look for your coupon and take advantage of that. You can use it on anything in my shop, though. It's not just for the book. 
And I will see you here next week on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for intentional moms to build strong families. See you then.